All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from our places of residence. My name's Will DeFreeze on the screen right in front of me. David Ruff. Ooh, we got a couple guys who are just big fans of the Masters on here today. One of them uh, did not get invited by the company to go, but one of them did, so that's cool. Hey, man, how you doing, Will? I'm fine. I also didn't go to the Masters, nor was I invited by the company that invited someone else on this podcast to the Masters, but, you know, things are going well for me today. Well, well, you're a master of your craft, I'll tell you that. Thank you, David. Dylan Shivery, hey also in the Masters hat. Yes, um, a 2017 attendee, Masters, all four days, no big deal. Had a lot of fun. Uh, wish you guys could have made it. Dude, you should have should have put that on your like LinkedIn. That's really sick. Should I? Yeah. Yeah, well. Good. You guys should have come, really. It was a good time. Oh, we did. <laughs> I heard y'all got Chang's though on Sunday. We did. Oh, that's yeah. Tough. We got Chang's yeah. and watched it in a guest house. <laughs> yeah, it's really See, I just I just had pimento cheese sandwiches on Sunday. So I mean who really you guys ate better at least. Dude, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all brought it up. You're not Shit. sorry. Uh, we also got we Man, also I... got noted uh, Magic Bullet Brett Scaryman in the building. I'm new to pimento cheese, but I had it on crackers for the first time, and that's one of those things that once you have one pimento cheese cracker, you're in for like forty. They're good. Pimento cheese it's is dicey good. in Texas because if it's at all warm, then it just turns into a cheese block the second it gets set out. Fair. Can't confirm, but I, I don't disagree with you. Just putting it out there. Pimento cheese goes hard, though. Pimento cheese sandwiches oh. are kind of reckless, though, if you're on like a, a diet or just trying to be at all healthy in life. But they're so good. Oh, so, they are so good. They're like a dollar fifty at the Masters, I think. Wouldn't know. Never you been. Shut up. <laughs> sorry. When's the uh, When's sorry. the menu thing going to pop up in November for the Masters? Of like, oh, you got twenty dollars. What are you going to buy? We should do that. <laughs> Ravel is going to be all over that. I'm just going to put it out today from uh, from circling back and be the, the early guys on it. That, that's kind of really funny. Well, you should absolutely do that. <laughs> just do it from like random things. I, I'm just going to start doing that for events that are like six months out just to be the first ones on it. That's the kind of that's the kind of dumb shit that goes viral. So it's it's Tiger's dinner year. What do you what is the I mean, early to talk about. But is there odds on what Tiger's going to serve for dinner? Well, he already did. He already announced it. Remember? Oh, for dude. April. Yeah. He already oh, had a dinner. He had a champion's dinner Sushi. when it was supposed to be. Oh, that's right. Sushi and fajitas, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's solid. Okay. I will say that the, 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 the fajitas looked bad. Yeah. You can't bring in outside stuff, right? But Spieth got like the exception. Word on the street. Okay. Word on the street. Well, they just don't know how to do barbecue in Georgia. Oh man! I put them on the trigger. Here comes Georgia, man. They're coming for your neck, Dave. Dave, if you win the you Masters, see- are you going to request that you can uh, smoke your own meal and serve it to everybody? Give the yeah. gift of meat. I might. I'm not going to even be able to like enjoy the meal because I'm just going to be dishing it up to people. <laughs> Jimmy Walker would do that. Come get it while it's hot. Hey, come on now, Mister Mister Nicholas. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of Georgia, shout out to to Shido. Hopped on his Twitch stream last night. 
Just went really well. Got a bunch of dubs. I don't know if y'all saw it, Dylan. Did you see that? Dude, I tune in. I saw his tweet. Like, let's see what's going on. I saw that you're on there. Let's see what these guys are up to. Within 15 seconds, Dave, you started talking about how I'm not good at Call of Duty, but you did. Yeah. You did say that I'm new, so it, it makes sense. And then I like I tune out for a few minutes. Like whatever, I'm gonna go do one thing. And I got bored again, so I tuned back in. And then shit, I was talking about me being 48 years old. And um, <laughs> what are you talking about losing my motor skills because I'm so old? I'm just, I'm just tuning in to watch my friends play a little uh, Call of Duty. I'm catching strays over here. What's going on? Well, yeah, but I mean, I think he made the point. Like, was anything said wrong? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm 36. I'm not 48. So, yeah. I don't okay. Know. I don't know. I hate y'all. I hate him. Well, um, did you see that somebody noticed that in game, in game, there is a beer that is just sitting on a on a bar, and it's yes, your last. It's your last name with an accent over one of the E's. Yeah, it's it's my last name minus the the last two letters. It's uh like it's like the cheese. Basically, uh, I honestly did. I thought it was your last name. No, no, it's it's missing an R E. I believe if if I saw it correctly. Uh, yeah, pretty wild. Chevrolet is a cheese. Chevrolet. Chevrolet, yeah. It's goat goat cheese. I'm gonna just start calling you Dylan Cheese. That's fine. Call me Cheese Cheese Man. Call you Goat. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm not saying greatest of all time. I'm doing it like the pledge way, like the Billy Goat way. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that that's not nearly as cool. No, it's not. Uh, Twitch is is uh, I'm new to I'm new to the whole obviously like online gaming twitching situation. It's kind of fun. I, I see why people can get into it. You know, watching people get dubs. Just watching people get domed by snipers and it's fun. Did I need to watch that? just to learn. Yeah, dude, for sure. You you should. Yeah, Sometimes will after I get killed like early on in a game you have the you have the option to spectate you just watch other people play and that's how you you learn a lot too it's interesting. Someone's out here watching tape. I just don't know if it's in the cards for me. I'm just so bad at I just, first person shooter games that I'm just I just can't like, can't handle the heat. Got to get yeah. out of the kitchen. I'm never gonna be good at the game. I, I'm pretty sure, but I just want to be serviceable. I want to get in there and like not die right away and just enjoy myself. You just want to not be a liability to your team. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird learning video games at 33 because when you're younger, it just comes second nature. Like you're good at every single video game. You pick it up, you're good and you kill it. 33 years old. It's a much different learning curve for, for your boy over here. This is going to sound very 36 year old dad to our listeners, but video games compared to the last time I actually played them, it's mind blowing how far they've come. Like it's mind blowing. I, I don't like the detail involved. In Why do you do it to yourself? It's it's freaking crazy. It blows. It, it honestly it blows my mind. Is Parks better than you? <laughs> Dude, he's he's all in on this. There's a Jurassic World Lego game that he is all in on. He he plays it all the time. It's it's our quarant. It's been keeping both of us very occupied during the self quarantine. Am I the only 26-year-old without, like, a console? Yeah. Do I need mm-hmm. to get one? Especially during quarantine. Like, quarantine changed the game for gaming. Dude, literally nothing I, else. I just know if I get one, I'm going to be well, I'm gonna be on it. I'm just going to not be off. 
Brett, you're not going to believe like how awesome the graphics are now, like how much it's changed. <laughs> like, <laughs> Since I had a PS4 uh, in college. Well, should okay. I just wait for PS5? Yes. Oh, I didn't have it. My roommate did, but. I think you should, honestly. I'm, that I'm, comes out in September, right, or November? Hard to say. No one knows. Can't, no, can't look yeah. it up. Hey, can we is, just it like, is it going to be like a thousand bucks, or is it like going to be four hundred or three hundred? Five hundred dollars, I think. Hmm. Okay. You guys want some quick programming notes before we really get into our fully loaded episode today? Call oh, sure. First and foremost, go follow Circling Back Pod. Next, after you're done doing that, go leave a review or a five star rating. Either works. Just hop on uh, Apple Podcasts and mash that button. Tomorrow, we're doing Jerry Maguire in the stream room. I've never seen it. I'm quite excited for it. It's a rom-com, right? It's essentially like a, a rom-com with sports. Show me the money watching Jerry Maguire on my screen. Yeah. Is that a freestyle, Dave? Uh, no, that's a DSR. Shout out Dallas, Texas. No. Uh, dude, yeah, it's a rom-com, Will. That's why I was shocked when I found out you'd never seen it. Yeah, my parents told me I couldn't see it when I was younger. So, and then it was just one of those movies that just like slipped through the cracks as I got older. So I'm, I'm very excited for it. Stream room, patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. We'll be recapping it all. Uh, also, happy hour live on Wednesday. What's the food we're doing on Wednesday? Uh, no, we're, we're done with air fryer contests. Never mind. No food on Wednesday. So we can do some sort of giveaway. We can do something to TBD, but uh, no, no food contest on Wednesday. Announcement incoming. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we just launched a new podcast last week. I'm actually recording an episode with the uh, the host of it today. It's called So Many Screens. I don't know how to say Cat Pat's last name, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, but J.R. Hickey. I always say Pat Nod. Yeah, that's what I do. I think that's it. It could be pronounced many different ways. But yeah, uh, I'm, we're recapping. Uh, or we're going through Palm Springs is what it's called. The new Andy Samberg flick. Watch it this morning. Big fan. But other than that, you can also check out washmedia.com slash shop. Get your merch on. That's that. You guys want to talk Keep about Tushy real quick? Ooh, Tushy. Ooh. Hello, Tushy. I have a question for all of you. Do you have a butthole? Uh, yes. Yes, sir. Then I've got good news. This ad is for you. It's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most of us wipe instead of wash. For years, bidets have been available, but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars. Most of us have probably only used a bidet if we traveled internationally at this point. But Hello Tushy is a modern bidet attachment that's here to democratize the blessings bestowed by the bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Isn't that just a beautiful thing? Yes, yeah. changing the world. One beehole at a time, they're changing the world, guys. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. It attaches to your existing toilet. No electricity or additional plumbing is needed. And it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Yes, that's right. I said 80%. So the Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in just a few months. I don't know if like toilet paper is even still like down, but I, I feel like with coronavirus, people are still just buying it up like it's going out of style. But you know, can confirm that. went to the store yesterday. Did you get the stuff that's like see-through, like just the worst toilet <laughs> paper? The stuff that Sally accidentally buys on Amazon all the time? Yeah, I got the point five ply. Dude, it's so Ooh. good. <laughs> but with Hello Tushy, you don't even have to wipe it all. Even the best two ply can't cut it when it comes to the hands-free poop experience. Ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water 
from a Hello Toshi Bidet attachment. And this is some great news. Every Hello Toshi Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Join the millions of happy Hello Toshi customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotoshi.com slash circling and get 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotoshi.com slash circling for 10% off. Hellotoshi.com slash circling. Will, Will, real quick, I just want to blow your mind. They, they did this to me on the, on the onboarding call. If a bird poops on you, are you just going to wipe it off with a paper towel and go about your day? No. No. No, you're going to wash it. You're going to wash it. I was like, I've never thought of that before. Yep. So, you need moisture. Yeah. Open yeah, my crazy. Yeah. If you're wipe, like if you have a reckless wipe and you get something on your hand, like you're not just going to go use a piece of toilet paper to get that off. You're running straight to the sink and washing your hands. Treat your beehole the same way, guys. Well, man, it's crazy. Like this is cliche. It's just crazy how far like technology like butthole technology has come and like dude, stop dave stop. Like, just like in the last like 20 years dude, it's how really many, wild how many like social platforms are you gonna just trash me on in, in this uh, couple day span here <laughs> twitch was a new one twitch was a new one yeah <laughs> no i did okay i did admit on twitch that i was like dude i've been playing for a year and i'm terrible too so i did lump myself into the not good category i tried to throw i tried to try to throw a semtex grenade and take out two dudes in a house and they turned around and put an entire clip into my chest <laughs> you hate to see it really yeah it's tough dave back when i played i was uh, i was traditionally a sniper can you even do that anymore yeah yeah you can mm-hmm I thought that's, I mean, everybody movie. wants to be good at sniping. Everybody wants to be like a badass sniper. It's I was, I, I, I was back in like call of duty, modern warfare two days. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a place for you then on a squad. All right. Can we talk about something <laughs> other than call of duty? Yeah. <laughs> like just once we're trying to skew younger, but dude, we had this wayfair news just sitting here, just waiting to get talked about. This is a Friday Friday news dump, if I've ever seen one. Not news dump, I guess. But this was really going off on Friday afternoon that allegedly Wayfair was just human trafficking. <laughs> they can't even deliver a goddamn couch to our office. There's no way they can handle the load of like a bunch of like 12-year-olds. This whole thing, like it got debunked by one of the, the girls who... Like from the story, she's like, actually, I'm totally fine. <laughs> Nothing's happened to me. It was. I was sitting on my phone on Friday afternoon and I looked down and I was like, Wayfair human trafficking. And I was like, OK, I mean, anytime I see human trafficking, I'm like, all right, I got to I, I hope this isn't true. And then as I started going into it, I was like, man, in a, a company like Wayfair, a company that I kind of just absolutely hate because they, they stink. Uh, let's let's dip into this. And as it turned out, it looked like. At, I, I, said, I think I said this in a text the other, the other day. I believed it for 20 minutes until I, until I didn't. But 20 minutes in Twitter time when I'm like 100% believing that this is real, it felt like an eternity. And I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe Wayfair is just sending kids in like armoires to people for $13,000. <laughs> I will say, I mean, it is weird though, right? Like even though it has been debunked and Snopes call it prob- like fake. Do we trust Snopes? That? Dude, you trust Snopes with your, with your life, of yeah, course. I thought Snopes was like the moral arbiter of the internet. The bottom of everything. Okay. 
I know, Dave, that's a valid question, though. I've always wondered about this. Like, once I see that Snopes has debunked it, I'm like, oh, we're good. Like, Snopes, Snopes said it, we're fine. But why do I have so much faith in Snopes? <laughs> they've never missed, man. They're batting a thousand. Like these, I are- would put money on Snopes being a CIA backed project. Parts. Epstein, Epstein definitely has like some type of like connection to Snopes in some way. Well, there is a uh, there is an Epstein connection to Wayfair. Mm-hmm. Hit us. Uh, via a photograph of. Uh, Gizane, what is it? What do we decide? Ghislaine Maxwell Ghislaine. and Bill Hutcherson, who is the Wayfair, I believe, COO. Now, uh, apparently, this photo is from 2003. It's at some, uh, it says the 2003 Ospreys opening in NYC. I don't know what Osprey is. Is it Asprey? Who knows? Dude, hard to say. The flying yeah. bird. But I'm just saying, like, anybody that's in the atmosphere of uh, Maxwell or Epstein, like, I need an explanation. And that goes for everybody that went to his dinners. If uh, you know, if you went after he got out of prison and it was known he was a registered pedophile, what are you doing going to dinner with him, raising money, taking his money? I just, I've got many questions. Uh, that being said, the Wayfair thing to me seems like a way to um, delegitimize the other conspiracy theories going on that aren't even really conspiracies, mainly the Epstein stuff. I feel like it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, look at these crazy conspiracy guys. Because a lot of the people are the same people talking about Pizzagate, talking about Epstein, and now they're talking about Wayfair. Um, so I, I, I'm not convinced that this is like something that happened organically. I, I, I think that this might be some kind of um, intelligence play from the top. But started on the sub the conspiracy subreddit, which as, as I think all of us can attest to, like, you can't trust everything you read on Reddit, especially when it's in the conspiracy subreddit. But the, the, for anyone that doesn't know this, the way that they that apparently you did this was that you looked at high-priced items that were in like the tens of thousands of dollars, and then you would go on some like Russian Google site and Google the UPC code for that product, and it would the product was always associated with like a a name. Like I think the one that I saw was like the Alana Armoire, and so you knew that. Maybe you were bidding, or not bidding, you were buying uh, like a 12-year-old named Alana. And it would come up with a bunch of photos of somebody that looked similar. And so I decided, I was like, you know what, screw this. Why am I reading about this on Twitter? I'm just going to go do this myself. And now I'm probably going to get arrested because I like actually went through the process of trying to figure it out. And sure enough, when I did it, the photos that came up were the exact same photos as like the diff- different ones that had been done before that had nothing to do with like the names that I was Googling. And so that's when I was like, okay, this is all bullshit. Then, so the names didn't match up. Like the Alana armor didn't connect to some girl named Alana. No, the photos that came up were the exact same photos that came up for like a completely different name. It was just, it was completely pointless. Let me say this. My, my biggest issue with this entire deal. And I have to admit, I did not do a deep dive in this. Why, why would they be so obvious about it? Like, that's like the biggest hole in this whole thing. It's like, they're not even being subtle. Like, someone's going to figure that out. These, you know, if, if this is what they're really doing, why not have code names? You know, it works for, like, literally every other entity in the world. Why, why be so brazen about it? And why, if you're a site I'm, like excited. Wayfair, why, why go down that road? Like, Wayfair, I think, makes a lot of money anyway. Like, I don't know why you need to start doing humans. Yeah, it's... And isn't this what the dark web is for, like for this specific thing? I, 
The Huge Silk Road got taken down, though, Doc. And the dark web still doesn't even dark like books. resonate in my brain. I don't know what the dark web is, Dylan. I mean, I don't, I don't really either, but I know you can do like the, the shadiest of shady things on the dark web. So it's, you're like off the off the mainstream grid, basically. It's the part of the web that has no light. Mm. Is it just like putting your iPhone in dark mode and then just going in an incognito window and just like doing shit? Exactly. Same thing. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like Randy has like dark web knowledge. No, Randy's definitely he knows a little bit about the dark web. That's for sure. Every 100%. every tech guy under thirty five has a little bit of knowledge about the dark web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say Brett does, uh, but Brett Brett has like the vibe of like a thirty two year old. So I don't think that he actually knows about the dark web. I got nothing. I, I Wikipedia'd it once. What's the, what's the dark web? And then you got and, you uh, got scared and clicked <laughs> out. You're like, oh no, they're gonna catch me. Then Google's like, can can we show you notifications from the stars? I was like, nope, nope, I don't want them. No, let me say this. Uh, There was some interesting stuff about the Wayfair CEO. Um, Not that he has been implicated in any wrongdoing, but to like throw fire onto the or gasoline onto the conspiracy, he has a uh, foundation that helps children, which is noble. It's the Shaw Foundation. Apparently, there's a tie-in with the Boys and Girls Club of America that, per a Vice News article, has had a pretty rampant issue allegedly with. sexual misconduct in children. I'm so it, it's very loose, but a lot of people were using that to bolster the, you know, bolster this. And I don't think there's anything there again. I think this could, this could be an intelligence play from Russia, just another way to destabilize. Uh, but at the end of the day, why would they be so open about it? That's my biggest thing. Why do those plastic cabinets cost $10,000 though? Is, is a question I had. Great question. There's a whole diff. There's a whole thing on it. It's absolutely brutal to. If you go down this like wormhole, which I clearly did, it's just absolutely brutal. Like Wayfair has this whole algorithm of how they price things, and you can have the same product on Wayfair and then on another like competitor site that looks like that's pretty much a bootleg Wayfair or whatever. But the issue is that there's this whole algorithm apparently that prices things out, and that that can get screwed up very very easily. So if you put in a price wrong, something can go from being fourteen ninety nine to being $14,999 and you don't really have as a seller, you don't have a lot of control over it. And so there's all these random products that are way too much money that are, a, 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 it's an algorithm issue or it's an input issue. It's something, but like it's, it's just an error and no one's ever going to buy those things. And probably there's so many, like if you've ever been on Wayfair, you know that there's way too much shit on there anyway and that you're never going to be able to trudge through all of it. But by the time you get to page eight, you give up and just like go to the next tab that you opened that had like a product in it, and you just end up buying that. That's Wayfair's entire strategy, just hit you with too many armoires. That's that's your uh, your next podcast, right, Will? Too many armoires? Yeah. Might work. <laughs> Might work. Last thing I'll say on this, to be clear, there's definitely a global pedophile ring uh, perpetuated. Uh, how is it? perpetuated by the ruling class in this world. So I don't know if Wayfair has anything to do with it, though. It doesn't look like it. Well, while we're on the topic topic of uh, Ghislaine, you see that they're moving her, moving her cell to cell, trying to avoid mm-hmm. her getting assassinated? Oh, yeah. What's- yeah, I saw that they're removing her bed sheets. She's wearing paper clothes, so she can't hang herself. Why are they putting her with uh, cellmates? That's They're rotating the, in cellmates. Well, that's a what little weird. What are they 
doing? Imagine if you're at, like, I, the, the, the line in the article was like, the subculture in prisons, if she gets taken out by a cellmate, how much street cred that person would have? What are they doing? She yeah, should be gotta in be a way. padded room until she goes to a trial. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Paper, cl- I'm interested by the paper clothes, though. That might be a vibe. John <laughs> I think it's like that. You know when you go to like a doctor's office and you're going to get an x-ray and they bring in those like shorts or something that are made, that are like the... They're just creepy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they are. It, what, why is like moving her around like being more safe? Why I, It seems like putting her in like a maximum security single cell thing that no one can get into that has like an actual system. I feel like that's the move, but I guess it didn't work with Epstein. So they're like, all right, let's just move her constantly and give her just like give her. Let's give her an entire lay of the land of this entire prison. She's going to escape like Chapo. I, I, to, to borrow a, a often used phrase, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Put her in one cell, give her three meals a day, and put a bed in it with a padded wall and be done with it. They should put her in the Magneto cage from X-Men. Did X-Men, you, the movie. Did you rent that for $20 on Amazon Prime? <laughs> it's a glass thing, and it's, it's uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Hannibal Lecter, very similar. <laughs> Maybe the Hannibal Lecter cage right there. Just, everybody's just kind of watching. Or maybe just put like a, 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 a you know, so, I don't know. Put your best and brightest in there just to watch all day. I feel like uh, I feel like Yeezy isn't too far away from releasing an all paper clothing line, like a, the next season, just all paper. That'd be sick. I'd I'd cop. If the price point. Uh, yeah, none of this really makes sense, Brett. Back to your point. I don't get it either. Uh, there's got to be a better way to, you know, keep her isolated and protected. I, this is weird. They're just begging for something to go wrong again. It's insane. It's like paralysis by analysis. They're just doing too much. It doesn't have to be that hard. Isolation. No moving. That's what no. I think they should do. No hanging. Uh, also, can we real quick, let's uh, let's denounce child trafficking across the board yeah. as a podcast. Good call. Good call. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'll go on record. I, Will DeFreeze, denounce all forms of child and human trafficking in general. Yep. Dylan, I'm on board. Co-sign. I was going to say, you, the guys on the bottom row right now are pretty silent during that. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I don't have anything else on Wayfair or, or human trafficking, and I, I'd prefer to move on from that. Just want to say, I think there's a little smoke there. I'm not going to say there's fire, but I think there's a little smoke. Uh, Randy also, uh, he was in the chat. He's noted two things. He's, he noted, noted that he also denounces child trafficking, which is very big of Randy. And he also says that he has never accessed the dark web, nor does he ever want to. Uh, that's exactly what somebody would say who accesses the dark web. Agree. Hard Randy agree. just over here, every, every time we record like this, he just has a conversation with himself over here, this little sidebar conversation. No one ever responds to him. It's just him. And I get a kick out of it. I love it. Yeah, it's fine. It's, sometimes it's very valuable information. Other times it's just, you know, we, we got a video guy who doesn't like trafficking ch- kids. He, he always I feel like he types so fast, like recklessly, that he always has some kind of mistake that he has to correct, too. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Ryan's going to be coming for Dylan's neck, too. I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of these. Randy. I'm tired of these fucking mid-ass Epstein takes, too, man. 
just if your Epstein if your Epstein analysis doesn't at least start with some semblance of a global intelligence play or uh, Mossad or CIA, like get the fuck out. I, You're giving us part of the story, dude. I totally agree, Dave. I hate talking to, uh, about Epstein with people who aren't like on these cracked out theories because I'm like, all right, you don't even know the half. Like, don't even. They're not even cracked out. Don't make don't make me explain this to you right now. Like, go. You need no. to listen to at least ten hours of podcast before you can get on my level. Epstein normies is what I call them. Like, get out of here, dude. Like, you don't even know, bro. Don't. It's like their third eye is closed. Don't. Ugh, unbelievable. It's embarrassing. What's a Certain simp? Conspiracies is going to have a field day with this episode. What's a simp? <laughs> it's uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a guy who puts like who puts women on pedestals, right? It's a like a reply guy, right? It's a guy who never he never gets laid, he never gets the girl, and he just likes it. He just gasses them up and in like a really pathetic yeah. way. Like, I hope she DMs you, bro. Like, you say that to a simp. So it's like the guys in like the like Instagram comments on like Instagram models that are like defending them and like yeah, act. Yeah. It, they're defending them as if they're like dating them, but they're actually not. That's what it, that's simp. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Okay. The, the simp's it's, most commonly used emoji is the fire flames that you put in the comments of Instagram uh, thoughts. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just been kind of sitting there for me. And I was like, yeah, I don't really know what a simp is. And then I had these fears. I was like, wait, am I a simp? You probably are. I probably, yeah. I think I have simp vibes, but I don't think I'm actually a simp. <laughs> I think I said this before. I've probably been a simp at some point, like in my life. Like if I look back, like there's been a time where I've, I've put off that, that mood. Oh, I've never been that with like an Instagram model, but like when it comes to like, no. if I've had a crush on a girl, like I've definitely simped over that girl for sure. Yeah, like 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 back in the aim days, like there's definitely mm -hmm. simps like the white knight too for for girls who are getting you know like bullied online. Major simp. Sorry, I just had to, simp, I had to get that out of there. Oh, I didn't know if there was a tie-in with our next topic. No, I just I just wanted to know, and I felt like that was the time to ask rather than like derailing. But I do want to talk about Hawthorne. You guys familiar with these guys? Oh, yeah. We've all gotten Hawthorne in the mail. It's a very fun experience. You take a quick two-minute quiz, and Hawthorne tells you the two colognes that are best for you, one for work, one for play. It's totally risk-free with free shipping, free returns, and guess what? It smells great. It's personalized, premium quality ingredients. It's convenient, easy to buy online, luxurious packaging. We've all used it. We've all gotten it in the mail. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When you get it in the mail, it's like, wait. This is way more expensive than what I paid for this. This is just baller shit. It's dope. And they're more than just a cologne company. These guys got shampoos, conditioners, deodorants, whether you want a normal deodorant, whether you want uh, aluminum free, pretty much anything you can get, get your hands around. It's all personalized. You get the little, you take that little quiz. It takes a couple minutes. You get, and you feel like you're getting stuff suited for you because you are. It's narrowly tailored for you. One of the greatest things and the one of the best compliments that anyone can get is if someone tells you that you smell good. With Hawthorne, you're getting that compliment all the time, whether you're working or you're playing. What's your favorite uh, scent, Will? Just like in general, dude. I love yeah. like I love like notes of like bergamot, you know, just mm -hmm. a, a classic citrus. 
If I can, if I can get that, I actually, you can actually go in there. And if you have previous scents that you've worn, you can type in those scents and it will match you with a cologne that is similar to the other ones, but more tailored. Like what? And probably, probably way cheaper. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love this stuff, man. It's just great. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. And use our code circling back to get 10% off of your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. And use our code circling back to get 10% off your purchase. Hawthorne dot C-O. Uh, this next topic is something that Dylan brought up yesterday. And I have to admit... I didn't even see it until Dylan brought it up. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Dylan, what's good with cake Twitter? Okay. Uh, so <laughs> the cake, the cake stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I'm surprised, man. It's been all over the, uh, the TL lately. I didn't see it until you so brought cool. it up. And then once you brought it up, all I saw on my Twitter, on my timeline was just cake. Yeah. So there's always, there's always like these cake videos have, have been around for a while. It's, is basically cake that looks like just regular everyday items. Um, but there's a video that was released, I guess, recently. I would, it, could, it could be old. I'm not really sure. And it shows like several different cakes that look like just normal items. But the first one is a guy's hand that's like all tatted up. And it looks like it looks like very real. But then someone just takes a knife to it and basically just cuts the hand right in half, opens it up, and it's just a piece of cake. And so everyone's piling on and, and being like, how do I, well, how do I know I'm not cake? And so it started this ridiculous trend um, and people are having a lot of fun with it. A lot of spinoff videos and memes and stuff, but uh, it kind of seemed like right up our alley. I saw some people saying that we might've sparked this by our cake with our cake eater talk last week. I, we, this might <laughs> be, this might be as ground floor as we could possibly be on something. I think we might've started it. We predated the fucking meme. Um, friend of the program, Gnome, actually had a really funny tweet about this. It was a, it was a picture of a statue, like an actual statue, not a cake statue of this guy who's just like thick. Like he has, he has just a huge bubble <laughs> butt for some reason. And he goes, I don't need, he's something like, I don't need to know. Um, I don't need, you know, I don't need to see this cut open to know this is, this is cake. Pretty funny. I've seen that I, statue I, I, and I have to say. That dude has some absolute cake on him. What is going yeah, no on with business. that statue? No business being that thick. Yeah, like the, the person doing that statue, were they just like sculpting it and they, they took a step back and were like, oh, damn. Because they should have taken a couple layers off that thing. Dylan, did you see the <laughs> statue of David when you were in Italy? I did not. <laughs> oh, never mind, man. I'll fuck off. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it in Rome? Where is it exactly? Uh, is it? I think it's. In, is it in Rome? I think it's Rome. I saw it. I can't remember when. No one knows. I think they move. They move it around. They put it rollerblades on it and roll it around Italy. They're moving it so people can't vandalize it or assassinate it. Tear tear down, David. They have Dylan. Did you see? They have the thing from the F one race. The the robot trophy presenter. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying that that thick statue is just the backside of the statue of David. The front's just a, a small wiener, in the back it's just it's just all cake. Would you rather have that much cake or a big wiener? Small. <laughs> That's tough. I have to think Fide, on that it's, one. It's in uh, Firenze, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go there. So. It's at the Academia. Hmm. 
You looked it up? I thought you couldn't look that up. No, I did. I figured out. I went on the dark web and looked it up. This is, I think, I will say this. I'll go on record. I don't think that cake Twitter is as funny as moth Twitter was, but it's just as stupid. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just as stupid as moth Twitter. Moth, moth Twitter, Twitter was, was really, really something. We ran with moth Twitter for like two months and we just drove it into the ground like we do. Then it came back. It's cyclical. Moth is cyclical. Cake, I don't know if Cake has the staying power, but I'm having fun with it. You know, I'm just kind of watching. I'm I'm doing more of like the, uh, I'm not really in like the middle of the party at the tailgate. I'm more of like like the the 36-year-old, like Dylan at the alumni tailgate. Then he goes over to the the fraternity tailgate, and he's just kind of watching on the side like, (laughs) yeah, they're having fun, man. I like what they're doing. I'm not going to get in it. Because I'm not really sure what's happening here, but I'm watching and they're having fun. We talked about this on the on Happy Hour Live, I think not last week, but the week before for dessert week. We talked about our favorite pies. What's y'all's favorite cakes? By the ocean. There you go. That's Come the on, answer. Dave. That's the answer. Um, I'm a big fan of just like the, the classic white wedding cake is my favorite. Oh, my God. I stay for it. Huh? Yeah. Boring. What? Dylan, you're a simp, dude. Yeah, that's simp. That's yeah, simp I vibes. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm lame. Maybe that red velvet with a cream cheese frosting. It's, it's too much. There's too much going. Like the first, like it's it's just super rich, man. I can't do a whole lot of it. It's one piece only, but I had never had I had never had a red velvet cake until I was probably thirty. And I have to say, it went very hard. The cream cheese frosting on it also went very hard. And I was like, man, I, I really missed out on red velvet cake. It's not my favorite, but I'm kind of normie like Dylan. I'm simpy. I have simp vibes with my favorite cake, too. <laughs> I just like confetti cake. I knew you were going to say that. It's so good. It's so good that, every single time. That's such a basic bitch answer. Oh, shut up, Mr. Red Ooh. Velvet. Red Velvet <laughs> is like every girl's favorite cake. I don't even want to hear it it's, from you. It's funfetti. The Funfetti mix, every girl makes Funfetti cupcakes and cakes. Because, what Fetti? Because it's the, it's the best. Funfetti. Mine's cheesecake. I feel like that's more of a pie. It's got cheesecake. It's got cake in the name. You're right. It's got pie vibes, though. Yeah. You got pie vibes. True. Get out of here, Dave. Dave has a point. If, if you were, what, what were you saying, Dylan? I said I do love cheesecake. It slaps, man. No, I like uh ooh ooh, dude. The the ultimate at your birthday party growing up. If you had somebody who came through with like the Oreo cookie cake, get out of here. Or man. or the ice cream cake. Ice cream cake and is your bir- trash. Your your birthday party was killer. No, ice cream cake is a sorry it, excuse for cake. No, it's good until you turn like nine, and it's not it's not good anymore. Yeah, the right, car- Dylan. That's kind of like you. I don't <laughs> understand that one, Dave. Catch me, catch me at Discovery Zone, like going through the tubes, playing in the ball pit, eating way too much shitty pizza, then just eating all the ice cream cake, and then having diarrhea all night. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a lot there. <laughs> you, you y'all didn't have Carvel down here, did you, James? That is no Carvel is an ice cream like <laughs> store. And they have the ice cream cake with the chocolate on the bottom, chocolate crunchies in the middle, and vanilla on top, and the icing on top of that. It's the best cake on the planet. 
The Raging Cajun. Not James Carvel. Carvel, um, the ice cream cake empire. What happened to him? Is he retired just like chilling somewhere? Because I haven't seen him in a long time. No, he shows up on like Meet, Meet the Press like once a year wearing like a camouflage LSU hat. I haven't seen him since just old school. Sucking yeah, off the Clintons. The mouth of the South. Oh, he might be taking a back seat. If he's a Clinton guy, he might be taking a back seat. Oh, he's that dude. He, yeah, his his time is up. He's also probably a simp too, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Calling someone a simp is so insulting. I'm I'm in on it now. Now that I know what it means, I'm all in. I feel like I'm gonna wear this out on Twitter, and I'm already I'm already sorry for it. There's one phrase from the mail-in that you have yet to wear out on Twitter that I'm surprised by. What? Uh, salt in your game. Oh yeah. That was funny. I, I was positive you were going to start wearing that out the second we said it. I think you said that, like, oh, I'm going to wear that out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you were talking about something yeah. else. Oh, come on. <laughs> Shut up. Stop. What are we doing? Oh, Why are we doing this? I missed it. Remember the iguanas in Florida that were all falling out of trees and shit because they were so chill? Yeah. I missed that. Twitter. Yeah, they're back um, though. Iguana Twitter was great. I thought it was because it was too cold. It's, it's too hot now, dude. They're cold blooded. They are. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Actually, this is a good segue for our uh, our next segment, the stingrays. Oh yeah, my friends in Florida. I mean, Brett, you were in this video, so this this video went like mega viral. I think it had over 6 million views when I saw it last night. And it's just a bunch of stingrays in Florida swimming with a bunch of dumbasses at the beach in Florida. And it looks like Brett in 20 years is the one floating next to these stingrays. I've never seen a more red human being dude. than this dude. If you haven't seen the video, go check. I, I quote tweeted it last night from Circling Back. Just go check it out. It's, it's absolutely frightening. I missed it. The first time I saw people talking about the stingray and I, I watched like the first five seconds. I was like, okay, cool. Stingrays. That's scary. I don't like that. Killed Steve Irwin. Fuck them. Uh, then I kept seeing people referring to like Brett, Brett being in the video. I'm like, what did I miss? I didn't believe that that was real. That dude looks like he just walked out of Chernobyl. Like he was like on top of the fuel rods. Like what happened? He had third degree <laughs> burns on his entire body. <laughs> it's the worst sunburn I've ever seen. Right. Listen, Uncle Uncle Jim was a big Steve Irwin fan. He was out for some revenge, and he was just he got too he got too toasted on Friday, so he couldn't hunt stingrays on Saturday. He was just chilling. With do you think flying, he a little close to the sun on, on a couple different levels there, man? Do you think when the stingrays killed Steve Irwin that like the stingray community was like, "Are you fucking serious, dude? Like that was he's a real one. Like why would you do that? That's gonna start a war against all of us." It's like just when put a, a target on our fins, dog. Yeah, it's like when a, a a mob hit goes out and it goes wrong, and they end up killing someone like innocent or something. It's like, oh no, this is going to bring way more attention to us mm. than we needed right now. You can't kill civilians. Like Steve Irwin is like, if you're an animal, killing Steve Irwin is like, I, I don't even know a comparable thing. It's yeah. like uh, the dude who shot, uh, what's his name? I was gonna, I, I just forgot the John Lennon. Yeah. John Hinckley Jr., right? I have no clue. He was the stingray in that scenario. <laughs> Rest he in went peace, back and his boys were like, like, what the fuck did you just do, dude? Rest in peace, Shannon Hoon. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. You got Lennon? That's a joke for one, and I'm in, I'm in here. 
<laughs> I just don't. I didn't know how big stingrays could get until I saw this video and just saw these things just circling. Are we sure those are stingrays? Because there's like a, a million different types of ray. Do we know? I don't know. Like sugar ray? Like manta rays get, manta rays get huge, man. No, those, those are the ones that just fly all day. That's stupid. I'm stupid. Um, I just there was, there was, <laughs> I like that joke, dude. It I wasn't just, good. I just Googled that stingrays can get up to 16 and a half feet. Excuse me? Sheesh. That's okay. too big. I would love to surf yeah. on one. I would love to catch a party wave with a stingray, just me on the back, just doing it. Stingray's a cool That's a dope call sign. Stingray. What was my what was my call sign the other day? We came up with a good call sign for me and I was gonna Oh you were otter, dog. Oh, call sign otter, otter. yeah. Yeah. When I when I get into Call of Duty, I'll uh, I'll make I'll make my thing call sign otter. No, dude, the, the most you know the most dangerous ray is the blue ray. Why? Just because they're just like they're just floating around out there, like unused, and uh, if you step on them, it'll just crack and cut your foot. I feel like everyone's got a relative who went like all in on like Blu-ray when it came out, and now they just have like four hundred Blu-ray discs that they can just never use because no one uses Blu-ray anymore and everything's streaming. I know a guy. Is it you, Dave? Is it you? Do you have an armoire no. full of? Uh, do you have a twelve thousand dollar armoire full of Blu-ray discs? Yeah, got it. Yeah, I got it from Wayfair. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Cole Campbell was flexing his Blu-ray collection the other day, like no joke on Instagram stories. Dude, <laughs> I don't anymore. I unfollowed man. I went. I went into his live. I went into his live video the other day. He was doing a live promotion with his uh, other account, which is the Cole Campbell movie account. And there's 30 people in this chat, and I'm in there, and all I see is someone ask for a shout out for Dylan Shivery, and I was like, okay, <laughs> like there's only 30 people in here, and one of them is begging for a shout out for Dylan, and they noted no free shout outs, you have to pay him. And I asked in the chat, I was like, how much for the how much for a shout out, and they never answered me. But he, Cole did note beforehand that he did take an edible that night, so he was pretty faded. Okay. I'm dude. I'm I'm too deep into Cole Campbell. The only person as deep as me is Micah, and and that's 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 keeping my head on straight with the whole Cole Campbell situation. Like, all right, I know if Micah's in this deep with me, I'm at least okay. But Micah likes every post. Dylan. Oh, he Dylan also likes a majority of the posts. Oh, oh, dude, he it's one of my favorite follows. I can't get enough Cole Campbell. Dude, I, some of the the people are just too mean to him. Agree. They are. I felt I, 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 I couldn't deal with it, man. And he he's always flexing like he's partying, but he's just in his room with like those like with the, <laughs> the light, the light fixtures, the laser light show in his room, just listening to Travis Scott. It's like, man, I don't. Yeah. But Dave, did you see the drip when he had that uh, red silk shirt on and he put his watch over the cuff of the shirt? Yeah, I did see that. That's a good look. Honestly, look at the drip. No one's doing that. I mean, literally no one's doing it. No one's doing that. He had he had it going double on both cuffs. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, you think the Tampa Bay Rays are just like God damn it? More more bad stuff. They're gonna have to change their name eventually. They already, <laughs> they already did, did once. What was they went it? from Devil Rays to Rays? Oh yeah, they took the Devil out. Damn. So the, the, the Devil Rays play the Blue Jays in. Uh, Tampa in 2001, and Carlos Delgado hit a bomb to center field. What? 
this just sticks out in your memory? Yeah. What? It's, well, it's my, it's my one Tampa Bay Devil Ray memory I, I have. Shouts to Rocco Ball Deli, though. The big cat. How many actual Tampa Bay Rays fans are there? J-Bone. At yeah, least J-Bone. dozen. Don't get me started on J-Bone, dude. J-Bone, J-Bone will switch fan bases with no basis for it. He, he went, has no allegiance. He went from being a Bucks fan to a Packers fan like it was no big deal. And it's like, oh, that's convenient. You go to one of the most storied franchises in sports. Like, come on, dude. Come on. Is he back to the Bucks now that they got TB12? If he is, I'm going to I'm going to absolutely pour him out on Twitter if he does anything. <laughs> Man, well, that's a tight mug you have. There. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry, is that a kettlebell. Yeah, dude, I have the biggest. This is my big boy mug. I brought that out today. It's my Monday morning mug. You got to get the big one going, dude. We might have to delete this, but because I can use it, kettlebell mugs. And sell them, just get them going rampant in the CrossFit community. People will be all over it. So the handle is that uh, you, you just tip it over, and it's uh, it's hollow, and you just you sip at your, your coffee, your optimized coffee, because you're a CrossFit guy or gal. We're definitely deleting this, because this is a $100,000 idea. Now, is, it, it mug, is it just a mug that looks like a kettlebell, or does it actually weigh like 35 pounds? Because that would be tight. You get a workout oh. while you're sipping coffee. It's got a removable weight. And they pop it out, and you're like, now I can use this as a mug. Dave, that's why we keep you around. It's good. It's good. Fantastic. I did see something the other day for an office. I've, I've been deep in the, uh, the balance board game, just trying to I'm, – I'm surveying the scene and seeing which one I want to go with. I want to get one of those balance boards. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to break your hip, Will. No, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at those historically, but I want to get one because I want, I want to start doing it again. It's fun. But I saw that they started making ones for standing desks. So as if you're not already like kind of insufferable in your office for the standing desk, now you have a, a boogie board thing that you're just like sliding around on all day, like possibly turning an ankle. Oh, is that just a, like a board on top of a cylinder? Is mm-hmm. that all that is? Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotcha. If I saw I like doing if I saw someone doing that at their desk, I'd be like, are you serious? I did like Dave's, Dave's way of doing his uh, standing desk, though, where he got a standing desk and used it for a month in the new office. And then just sat down at the standing desk, so he had like a, a two-story desk at in his, at his disposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did. it was huge, man. Really got my core going. I mean, you you looked like a snack. Dylan needed a standing desk. He was getting low-key thick at Grand X at the end there. Okay, Dylan, when we go back to the office, are you still going to sit on uh, exercise balls when we record? Right. Let's not let's not start that. You know, I don't do that. Come on, man. They're not not comfortable. Some of them have like the the back support thing, which I guess is is okay, but but that that would defeat the whole purpose, though, wouldn't it? Wait, do people really not know this? To Dylan, no Dylan actually, Dylan had a bike seat installed, and that's what he sits on during the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> you got to be careful with those. I'm thinking about replacing the one on my Peloton, dude. It, it's just it's hard on the butt. Well, I heard you took the seat off your own bike because of the way it felt. Man, I was listening to some Blink-182 yesterday during my ride, and I, it's become a thing for me. I, I don't know why, but their live album, the cadence of all the songs once they start going, is really great for uh, doing some Peloton classes. I'm thinking about trying to contact Peloton and ask if I can teach one from my apartment. Uh, that's just a Blink-182 ride. They might not be down with the interludes where they interview the devil every single interlude of the live album, but... Who knows? Maybe we can have an audio guy like take that out. 
I think it has legs. Or Dylan's in. Get in with me, He's Dylan. Not. No. <sighs> Whatever. Let's Why don't you just do a smooth jazz ride, Will, where you just like ride through a vineyard or something and play like samba music or something like that? Bossa Nova. I was gonna say Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova would definitely be the move there. I don't know if it, I don't know if the cadence is fast enough. Hey, can we talk about stamps.com real quick? Oh yeah. For all of our sakes, we need to avoid crowds any way we can right now. But what if you need to go to the post office? You guys ever thought about that? I've had that thought. What if you need postage to send out letters and packages? Well, don't worry. Stamps.com is here to help. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and skip those lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you can actually save some money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. As if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also offers, and wait for it, this is, this is exciting stuff, UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with residential surcharges, but they're absolutely brutal when you're trying to send something. All of a sudden, it's like, wait, what? What's this add-on fee at the end? I don't want that. No, nah, not with Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else you are hunkering down right now. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, <laughs> wash media, an online seller shipping products, wash media, or you're just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail's ready, you just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a free package pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. No human contact required. It's that simple. I mean, we're big fans of this, guys. How can you not be? They've been around for a long time with us, man. They are... They're a great sponsor. If if sh like shipping largely has been just an absolute beating historically for pretty much everyone in the world, and it's about time that Stamps.com just made it easy. It's a no-brainer, especially now, saving you time and money to keep you safe in these crazy times. And luckily for all the listeners out there, we do have an amazing deal for them. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in circling back. That's Stamps.com, enter circling back, and like I said, go to the, click on the microphone at the top, and that's where you type it in. That's Stamps.com, enter circling back. Stay safe, my friends. You guys ready to talk some sports? Oh, yeah. Be nice when we're eventually able to dis discuss sports on a uh sports-centric podcast, but Dude. until until then. Sports can't come soon enough. Do you guys want to start off with NBA bubble, or do you want to start off with uh, Washington Redskins? Uh, we can start off with the bubs. little bubble. Bubble talk. <laughs> bubble, bubble NBA baddies? Dude, it's... it's, it's it looks so much fun. Yes. So all the NBA it, players are in Disney World in a bubble, like pretty much cr like away from everybody, right? I think they're staying at the Yacht Club in Epcot, which sounds honestly pretty dope. But there was an account, and I thought because Jake Kemp, at Jake Kemp, uh, tweeted that to go follow it. He was so early on this, Dave. Why was he so early on this? I don't know, but I followed it immediately when I saw it, and there weren't that many people following it. And now it's like, Got to be one of the, the the most 
highly trending accounts on Twitter as far as followers go. It went from about 7,000 7, followers when I followed it. And I, as I, when I checked it this morning, it was at 55,000. I don't think there's any stopping it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this person is there. I think they or if they're just like monitoring every player's social and just screen grabbing and recording every piece of bubble content and tweeting it out, tweeting out the best. But uh, it's it's a really fun account. Even if you're not that into the NBA, like I feel like this is really helping the NBA because there's so many good personalities. Uh, and you're getting to see you're getting to see like Boban go fishing. That like was- you, the, that was so the highlight. Funny. That was the highlight of the weekend for me. Bobon fishing. Okay, I'm following now. This is a good account. Mm-hmm. It's it reminds JJ Reddick shotgunning beers for some reason. Yeah, why was he <laughs> offering to do that? Like, I, I was. Is, is it weird that I was surprised that he's still in the NBA? Uh he's <laughs> he's on his way out. But yeah, I get it. Is his J still wet? Oh yeah, yeah. that's why he's in the NBA. Yeah, that's what keeps him around. JJ Weddick. No, we're not doing that. Okay, I didn't think we were, but I, I thought I'd give it a shot. He Ooh, is at the great career where he has a podcast, so you know he's on the way out. Well, he got the architectural digest treatment of getting to tour his house in New York, and I have to say, he's done well for himself in his NBA career. And I don't know how he's managed his money, and I'm sure he doesn't want us to talk about it publicly, but he's got a pad. Well, think of how much he got paid at Duke. Think of how much he got paid afterwards. I mean, he's been rolling in it for a while. I feel like Brett's had that holstered since we started talking about this. <laughs> the opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Uh, did you see that he's uh, nine hundred to one to have a the, the Redskins' new team name will be the Washington Red Dicks? That's good. <laughs> really? Did y'all see the? Uh, no, I made that up. That's not true. Uh, okay. You'll see the young lady on Twitter who said that she was already invited to the bubble. <laughs> yes. yes. Getting a lot of play. Well, I played, we, we didn't play it on the podcast, but I played the Stephen A. Smith rant when he said like, okay, these guys are going to be in a bubble for three months without their wives, girlfriends, whoever. And he's like, no wonder that like a bunch of players want to do it in Las Vegas. And they're like, what? And then somebody was like, yeah, are they going to sneak them in somehow? And he's like, yes, like nothing's off the table. I feel like it's going to be like underneath like a, a room service tray underneath a white tablecloth. There's just going to be like Instagram models just piling out. <laughs> yeah. What's the security like? How, how are they keeping people from coming in or, or leaving? I don't get it. What if you just saw like a, some, like some six man just walking in with like a giant, like Patagonia duffel bag that's meant for like ski equipment, but it was just clearly a human inside of it that he was just trying to get into his hotel room. Come on. Dude, they, should, they just know they ordered an armoire from Wayfair. And it's just Instagram models. <laughs> You guys, this this is so easy. Think of the they're in fucking Disney World. It's just gonna be chicks dressed up as like Disney characters walking around in the costumes. Ooh. Oh, that's clearly Brett's kink. It's yeah. not my kink. It's just, it's just the easiest way to get like you order a Minnie Mouse costume off Amazon, walk in that some bitch, and just there you go. Yeah, wait, wait. wait okay. Why is why is Goofy going into a J.R. Smith's room every <laughs> night at midnight? What's going on here? Oh boy. <laughs> I have, a, I have a stupid question. Um, is Disney World open? Like for you can't visit right now, right? Yeah, no. They they reop- Florida reopened it because Florida's on top of this stuff. Yeah, they had their they had their single biggest day on uh, uh, yesterday in terms of uh, COVID cases, 
And that's actually bring that up, Will. It's very impressive that they had their biggest day because it was a Sunday, which is notoriously the lowest testing day in a lot of these places. So things are going south in Florida. Okay, so the part where all the NBA players are is they're isolated from like the general public area, correct? I believe. Yeah, so. there will be no, there will be minimal, if any, co-mingling okay. with uh, regular people. <laughs> okay. With simps. Nobody's going on Splash Mountain. No, that's going to happen what? in the hotel room. Splash Mountain's canceled. Splash Mountain's canceled. You guys know that, right? Why? Uh, because it has uh, the history of the the basis of it has uh, some racist undertones. And so they're now turning it into a completely different ride that actually is has a similar vibe in terms of the geography of, of what they're doing. So it does make sense to, to convert that. But as, as a kid who just all I wanted to do when I went to Disney World was ride Splash Mountain, I probably got a pick somewhere of me just like going ham in it with like a Donald Duck hat on. Now, the cool huh. thing is to do something where it didn't look like you were riding the ride with all your buddies when you got the pick taken. You have like a laptop out? Mm-hmm. Dylan, Splash Mountain is the ride where the, the log goes down and then falls into the water and splashes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just I, a log ride at Six Flags. Thank you for mansplaining that. I, I, I've done that ride before, but I didn't know that it was called that. The only ride that I refused to do was the Tower of Terror when I was there. Oh, you, you will not catch me doing a Tower of Terror anywhere or anything similar. Put the word terror in it and I'm out. Yeah. Night Terror, Terror Reed, no, I'm I'm over all of them. They do have access to a golf course because all really? the uh, yeah a bunch of the some of the Mavs played today, so that's cool. I don't I I would assume that it's not open to the public if they're letting the NBA guys go play it. So it's kind of tight if they've got their own little uh, own little VIP course. I heard they're having they, the top drives in there, man. I heard some of the rookies were looking for a golf simulator. What would that even entail? <laughs> I don't, I, it's it's where you put a bunch of uh, Instagram models posts up on the screen, and then you have to hit a ball, and if you hit the right spot, it just does a fire emoji onto the screen. Pretty good <laughs> stuff. It's, it's just responding to Paige Spearnack's gram, like, keep up the good work. Yeah, your swing looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you keep the Wilmons open, Will, outside Disney World? Uh, we had to shut that down, unfortunately. Yeah, that was our satellite location, but we didn't shut it down because of COVID concerns or anything like that. It's just that uh, we had some NBA players come in and they were they were having fun and everything. And and there was such a large congregation of people that it brought the Disney cops over, the security guards, and they just said it was too many people. And then once they realized we didn't even have a liquor license, that was kind of uh, the nail in the coffin. Mickey Mouse showed up. He's like, shut this shit down. Shut it down. <laughs> Not a bad Mickey. You've had enough. Oh boy. <laughs> That's too bad. It's all right. Yeah, go follow. I don't even. What's the ad on that? NBA Bubble Life or something? I will tell you. Yeah. Shortly. I want to make sure that the people out there have a have a way to go follow nope. because it's it's That's worth it. it. Okay. NBA Bubble Life. Let's see. And then, uh, Dave, let's talk Washington Redskins. Do you? So they, they announced this weekend that they are ch- officially going to ex- explore changing the name, right? 
Yeah, as of as of this morning though, they are officially changing the name. Are they are there like a bunch of dudes out there who are just buying up a bunch of Redskins gear that they can just have for the future future use? Uh probably, yeah. There's I mean, there's people doing all sorts of things to capitalize. A guy has already went ahead and trademarked all the uh names like that are being rumored to be uh, you know, where they're going the direction they're going to go. Uh but yeah, I would imagine some of that vintage gear is going to be worth, I don't know, a little bit on the secondary market as someone to people who, from D.C. As someone who went to a college that had to switch their name from the Redskins to a different name, I will say that uh, people definitely thought it was a flex to be wearing the old gear around with the Native American logo on it. And it was not something I ever did. I didn't think it was in the best taste, but mm-hmm. to each their own. What are the it names? has to be something you guys... It has to be something red, correct? Like, because you can't switch up HTTR. Like, that's their whole thing. Like red uh, hot tails. Like, well, per Vegas, it does not have to be. Now, the uh, if you want some odds here, red tails plus three hundred, generals plus four hundred, presidents, Lincoln's, veterans, capitals, Americans. If they do the Washington Americans, that is just such a give up. There's no way, right? <laughs> that's worse than the Houston Texans. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, red tails. My favorite personally is the red tails. What yeah, is, that's cool. Um, What's a red tail? That is cool. It's a hawk. No, well, it's, um, it's, I, I'm going to screw this up if I don't look it up. So I'm, I'm going to look. It I got up. It. It, it. It's based it, on the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. So, which is an, yeah. an all, an all black group, right? Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. In the, uh, in World War II. That's today. And their logo's sick also. This is the thing. like, uh, it, The Washington Redskins have an opportunity right now to name it something awesome. Not many sports teams have the opportunity to just like rebrand in an awesome way. And if they don't take advantage of this, I just dread that they will come out with some shit logo that everyone's going to hate and everyone's going to skewer when they could really come out looking pretty cool. Red tail yeah. does sound like a, I didn't apologies for not knowing the history. History is not really my thing. I'm more of a geography guy, right, Brett? You and directions okay. go hand in hand. Well, yep. I know geography, like the back of my hand. Okay. So it was the nickname given to the first black military aviators who flew 15,000 plus missions during world war two. That sounds tight. That's for my man, Darren Ravel. So that's my source. Mm. What's their logo look like? Uh, someone just just took it upon themselves to uh, put together some uh, of their own logos, and they, I mean they're cool. They use the same same color scheme that the Redskins already have, so uh, just uh, along that same vein. But it looks tight. I'm yeah. all that. That's a, a very cool mascot. So, our our friend Landry on Twitter noted how good of a name the Washington Radskins would be. Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. Dude, <laughs> dude, just switch one vowel. Yeah, just unstitch everything and just stitch a, stitch an A in there. It's easy. It's just like a, just like a punk rock tattoos. Like party tats that you just get, like randomly like, get? SLC punk tats, and that's their logo. They're, I don't know. Watching Redskins games, Redskins home games are really hard for me to watch. Uh, yeah, because they're terrible. <laughs> and nobody just, goes. There's something about their field that just pisses me off, and I'm like, yeah, this is gross. I don't, I don't like. Because it. it all, it, it looks shitty. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, uh, I think it's a fairly new stadium, right? FedEx Field. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Remember when but, Tex- Texas played uh, Maryland there in their first game of a home and home a couple of years ago, and they lost to a team that didn't have a coach. Tom Herman is coaching. <laughs> I mean, say what you want about Tom Herman, but he lost to a team without a coach. And uh, yeah, it just was. It, I just remember thinking like, this is one of the most unwatchable games I've ever seen. The, the jerseys of the Maryland team on the the background of the Washington Redskins stadium. I was like, yeah, this is just terrible. I don't want to watch this game at all. Sorry to bring that up, Dylan. It's all right. No, they got them back the next year. No, they, they didn't play the next year. That, oh, that okay. was like two of the home and home. I was at the, oh. I was at the UT Maryland game and it was really fun for the first, uh, first series. Yeah. Before things went South. I think Texas. I, I think I saw people legitimately crying in the stands after Maryland just started beating the piss out of them. It was like, oh, this is this is a really good opening game. I love a good 11 a.m. kickoff to open up the the season. It's just sweltering hot in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I I would be surprised if they didn't. They should do something with like a uh, a military tribute in it to kind of force field themselves. Yeah. But if they're not going to do Radskins, dude, I like the Hogs. They've already got the Hog thing in their their, their history. So, dude, the Washington Hogs. Give me that. We're a big Hog podcast, so it makes sense that you would like that. Yeah. Thank Let's go the mascot, Hogs. The mascot should have like 30 to 50 of them just in a group. How many, pl- no. how many players on, on an NFL roster for a game day? 56? 53. 53. 53, 53 man. Yeah, man. I mean, 40, yeah. technically 46 because some of them don't dress. Well, imagine if there, yeah, imagine if there were 30 to 50 just dudes running out of the field all on, on all fours just storming the field. <laughs> okay. Just chopping. They just have a javelina chopping before the game starts, just running around. Damimas javelinas playing on the loudspeakers. Sick. So good. Now you're speaking my language. Spanish? Indeed. Brett, do you have any brain? Can y'all hear? Oh, yeah. Randy Sorry, Randy, Randy's panting. panting, and I don't know if y'all can hear him. Yeah. Can you guys, the the only breaking news I have, Will, can you hear the, the people above me right now? So can I you heard, guys hear this? I heard something in the microphone, and then I saw you take out one of your headphones and look up as if they, like there was an earthquake happening, and I was waiting for it to hit my side of town. It sounds like somebody is sawing a redwood tree down above my apartment right now. The redwoods. Oh, I like the redwoods. Are there redwoods out there? No. 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 Not at all. Other side of the country. Doesn't matter, though. But these people, like, I've come very, very close to going upstairs and knocking on their door because it is just constant, constant like jumping on the ground. And I'm afraid at this point, because there's a lot of like running and I think it might be a child. This is new. This is in like the last couple of weeks. Dylan, how would you handle this situation if you were confronted with this? Sounds Dylan, familiar, bro. Dylan, I am, I am beside myself. At like midnight, they're doing this stuff. Like what is happening? Midnight, probably, not, probably not a child unless they're just totally irresponsible parents. Do they have a feral hog? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do, Dylan. Yeah, um, it, it, it hard, it hard. 
I can tell you though that your your office management, your leasing office, will prefer you to go through them and not directly to the resident. I thought, That's a thing. Brett, aren't okay. you the office manager at your apartment complex? Yeah, in all in all my experience, I just don't like. I I want to know. I don't even care. Like, if you give me a, a a solid response, like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh, I'm building furniture in my apartment. Okay. But like, what are you doing? Why does it sound like you weigh 700 pounds and you're purposefully stomping between rooms? I don't understand how that works. I mean, the person that lives above me is, I know, I know who it is and I don't have any issue with them, but they do, he does make some noise because he's just tall. He's just a big dude. And I can hear him walking sometimes, but it's not loud enough that I would ever say anything about it. But it does sound like a redwood is just walking around up, up, up top. I draw the line when I have a, like a glass of water on my coffee table that shapes like Jurassic Park when they walk. Like that's just it. And you can hear like the picture frames rattling and stuff. And I've never heard that before from either side below me ever. It's just in the last like three weeks as this person has moved in. Speaking of below me, Dave just uh, dropped some breaking news into the, uh, into the chat. Can someone else read this headline so I don't have to? Yeah, I'll do it. The Automoblo is a dick-sucking robot for your Tesla. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. It says the makers. Is that real or fake? <laughs> well, Samantha Cole wrote it's it on July eighth at two thirty-one p.m. So, Dylan, you you it's once actually you were the only one here who put down the down payment or, or got on the list for a Tesla, right? I did. Yeah. So thousand dollars to reserve my Tesla Model Three, um, but then I ended up pulling that about a year. Did you get it back? It. Yeah, yeah. Did you reinvest okay. it in anything? Um, I, I probably used it to buy Bitcoin. Honestly, I don't remember. It was, a, it was several years ago. So it's, it's a swinging piece of scaffolding that attaches. Oh, wait, it attaches to the cup holder. This is weird. I need yeah. that. What's okay. weird? What's weird about it, dude? It's a thing that you put in your cup holder and it gives you a blowjob. It's not that weird, dude. Imagine you're just driving down the highway and you look over and some dude's getting a a, a blowjob from his cup holder. Like this is it's a bad look from a robot. At no point am I driving in my car thinking like, man, I could really use a bionic BJ right now. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Wait. Wait. What do you do when you're at Popeye's and you're going through and they give you like a drink and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hold on. Let me move my blowjob machine. They're like, oh, what's that? Is that like a reading lamp? You're like, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's my dick sucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we doing the, that? I don't know. I thought it was breaking news. <laughs> the only shout, out to, shout out to so, Mark for uh, that, that, that lead. Yeah, Dave, if that if you presented that during a real or fake vice headline <laughs> segment, I probably would have said fake, but it turns out it's not. 100% would have said fake if Dave if Dave wrote that cuz the the Austin Tesla connection, it would have been my thought process would have been like, "No, Dave's Dave's a Tesla guy. He Elon's hot right now." I think we should bring it back. This This thing's so cheap looking too. It just, it honestly looks like it was made with an erector set. Some kid on Christmas morning just like threw this thing together was like, "Hey, here's our dick sucking robot for your car i just can't imagine having like not not having like a high-end you know bespoke 
blowjob machine at this point. Can you buy these at uh, Sharper Image? <laughs> it's a big Brookstone. It's, yeah, it's it's a Brook it's a Brookstone product probably. Uh, <laughs> that should be a bet payoff. One of the loser of whatever bet has to go into Brookstone and ask for the automo blow. Why is this only for Tesla? Because <laughs> the Tesla's the only self-driving car. It's the only safe one. Oh, I didn't think about oh, that. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. You, True. You can't just have a robot just slobbing you off when you're ten and two. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not safe. You're just—I mean, you're yeah. God, you might just—you might just be getting getting the the business when you're pulling up to the Popeyes drive-through. <laughs> Something tells me that wouldn't be like the weirdest thing they've seen in that drive-through. Hundred percent not. Hundred percent not. Well, on that on these notes, guys, should we should we call it a day? Probably so. Yeah. All right. Here's your, here's your, everyone's reminder to uh, check out Jerry Maguire. It is on Netflix. We ch- we're we're making a, a concerted effort to choose. I say free movies, even though there's there's a subscription, but I don't think anyone actually pays for their Netflix. So go check out Jerry Maguire. Anything else, boys? That was a fun one. We covered a lot today. That was fun. I mean, we, we did. We from human trafficking to bionic BJ's. We I think we did it today. Loaded episode. Hey, back in studio. Back in studio tomorrow. That's another one. Dylan, congratulations, I mean, Dylan, on your quarantine. Yes. My my seven-day uh, self-imposed quarantine, uh, it's over tomorrow. So back in the stew. Cannot wait to get back in there with you guys. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Uh, I forgot how much recording from home stinks. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we? All right, guys. Bye. Bye bye.